we love you all so very much. If you have questions about freedom uh, as we go or even right now, definitely drop those in the comments. And one of the things that we talked about that was so helpful was the broadcast that we did on stinking thinking about trophy mentality. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you look at that uh, broadcast on trophy mentality, we'll try to get the link up for you so that you can see that. Uh, when you see uh, that, uh, it explains a lot because a lot of people assume that Christianity is basically like a form of socialism or, or an entrance into it or it's that. Uh, and it's not, and, and that's what Trophy Mentality talked about. So there's Johnny, there's Caleb, uh, there's Buddy, there's Victoria. Uh, good to see y'all. There's somebody on Twitch trying to get us to buy followers, and uh, that's awesome. <laughs> they just want us famous. That's they all they want they us really famous. Care. Thank yeah, you for caring about us. That's so nice. That's so nice. Well, and before we get into, you know, Q&A, you may be wondering why, why is this important? Like, why do I need to watch or care about this? But here's the thing. Freedom is not something that it, it should be, but it's not something that's common and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we think a lot of times that we have an understanding of what freedom is and where it comes from. And yeah. honestly, we've, in America especially, we've been really desensitized to it. So yeah, it's very much. Well, and that, that's part of the reason, you know, Sunday I wasn't going to preach on that even though it was July 4th. I don't just preach a message because it's right. the time to do it. Yeah. I do it because the Lord leads me to. But when I woke up, he said, I want you to preach on freedom. I'm so glad he did. Actually, that message, we can put that link up as well. Uh, let, let's make sure to put those in the, in the full comments. But one is the trophy mentality from the Stinking Thinking series, and we can put mm -hmm. that link and then one is freedom in Christ yeah. from Sunday morning. We already have people that are asking us for that message so yeah. they can share it with people. Uh, because one of the things that we, that we see is freedom is completely generated out of God. Mm -hmm. it's, it's generated out of God. It comes from no one else. It comes from God, which the founders of the United States understood that. And they actually said these unalienable rights given to us from the creator. You yeah. know, they were granted from God. So they understood that freedom. And that's one of the, one of the things that makes our country so strong. Uh, but look at this. Let's look at this verse, uh, Galatians 5.1. This is one that we looked at on Sunday. And just look at the simplicity of this verse. It says, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. It was for freedom that he set us free. So Christ wanted us free. He paid the price for us to be free. And because he wanted us, he went through with it. Yeah. And he brought us to that freedom. It says, therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Now, ultimately, the ultimate slavery is to sin. Because you can be in a communist country but and you're a slave to that system, but you can still be a slave to sin. Yeah. You can be in a free country and still be a slave to sin, or yeah. you can be free of both. The interesting thing is you can walk in more freedom by being free from sin. So when somebody gets free from the sin nature and gets free from that corruption, that begins the process of freedom. That's where it yeah. generates from because... Freedom is of Christ. Freedom came through Christ. And so without having the new freedom given by Christ, you won't be, you won't be walking where you need to. You'll never have full freedom. Right. As a matter of fact, when you see freedoms being oppressed and suppressed, it comes from a lack of relationship with Christ. 
And one yeah. of the things that we said, I'm going to share something with you in the Declaration of Independence in just a second, but one of the things that uh, we see specifically, uh, one of the things that we see specifically when freedoms start being stripped, if you go into a socialist country, you go into a communist country, and those freedoms start being stripped, one of the first things that happens is yeah. they remove the Bible. Yeah. Because you can't have a book that is for freedom and getting into the minds of people that you're trying to oppress. Right. Because eventually they will not swallow that pill. They they will wake up. You know, this is the red pill. This is the thing that will wake you up from the matrix. And they know that. There's power in it. Uh, interesting movie. Not, nece not necessarily sure that I'd recommend it to everybody to watch. But... It, it is really good, is the book of Eli. And one of the things, even the evil people understand that there is power in these words. Yeah. Now, that's a fiction, but there's some truth in there. And so I want to read, read something from the Declaration real quick because these are some things that are not really looked at. And God wants us free from sin. That's yeah. the ultimate freedom, right? That's the ultimate freedom. But that flows over into our life, and we need to understand. And I'll tell you, I've, I've obviously known these things for a long time. I believe these things for a long time. But something happened this year. It just it, it caught on the inside of me stronger than I think it ever has been before. And I'm a little bit fed up with us handing over the freedoms sure. and yeah. not being free when Christ paid for us to be free. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm patiently waiting for later on mm -hmm. into the thing because there was a point that you made there was a point that you made Sunday that I'm I'm waiting for you to get to that I'm excited to get to and it's it's the relationship between spiritual freedom yeah. and basically um, political freedom and how they're connected and I'm excited for you to get to that point because that was really interesting on the yeah. foundation of well that. do you guys have any questions just right out of the gate that you have about freedom. Uh, do you guys have any that's sitting there right now? And I'm, I'm sure we can get to that point. Uh, do you have anything? But before you even at, think about those questions, y'all put the questions in the comments. But before you get there, I want you, I want you to hear this. Um, this is just the opening statements. This is the opening statements of the Declaration of Independence. It says, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have been connected them with, which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. In other words, there's a natural freedom that's built in. There's laws there, and God has laws there. It says, uh, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impelled them to separation. So when we run into a situation, what this Declaration of Independence, which is the founding of our country, right, and, and one of the things I said on Sunday is part of the reason why America has been so blessed is because the majority of the Declaration, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights comes from this book of freedom, yeah. comes from the Bible. That's what made it powerful. That's what made it strong, yeah. right? Now, when you take this away, when you take the Bible away, that's what will weaken it. The devil knows this. 
The devil's very aware of this. Yeah. This is the living sword, sharp two-edged sword, able to divide asunder. So when you remove the Bible and you remove the morality of God, then you remove the strength from a nation. Yeah. Okay? Um, and you give that power to men, right? We don't want power to be in a group of men's hands. Right. We want the power to be in the hands of all people empowered by God, a men that will, that will yield to the Lord who loves them with an everlasting love, who is absolute love, right? Yeah. And when a group of people, when a nation will yield themselves to absolute love, they can operate in a freedom that is out of this world, literally out of this world. And so he says, when we get to the place where we're walking with a government, basically is what he's saying. When we're walking with the government and we recognize that that government is literally stripping away, stripping away the freedoms that God himself has given, it becomes necessary to have, have a separation, yeah. a declaration of independence. We don't need you anymore. And, but to give the reasons for that, and the declaration of independence were the reasons to make that separation. Then it goes on to say this, and watch this. We hold these, and this is not just an American speech. This is some men that were moved by God, and I want you to see specifically what they said. There's one statement in here that's very, very important to me, and I think that it is the foundation. It's found in the Word, and it's found uh, here as well. We hold these truths to be self-evident. In other words, this is not... These are not truths that have to be proven. This freedom is in nature. It's in God. Yeah. God designed it this way that you have rights, you have rights, I have rights, you have rights. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, and hear that, to secure these rights, and put that in the comments, to secure these rights, and then there's a statement coming. This is what I want you to hear. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. So government is not there to grab power. Yeah. Government is there to secure and protect the yeah. freedoms yeah. of mankind. If government is not protecting those freedoms, but enforcing their own law and not the freedoms, then they are, they are crosswise from this declaration. In other words, they have missed the mark. All right? yeah. And watch this. It, then it says this, uh, that to secure these rights... Governments are instituted among men, deriving their just power. So they have a power that's just if they'll secure the, the right of freedom. If they're not securing the right of freedom, they don't have a just power. Yeah. Yeah. They have a power, but it's not just. It's, it's unjust. A just power from the consent of the governed. So as long as we consent that they are upholding rights... They have a just power. But if the nation consents, you, you are overstepping those powers. Yeah. It's unjust. That's what this is saying. And it says, it, 
they derive their just powers from the consent of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right to, of the people to alter or to abolish it and institute a new government laying its foundations on such principles of freedom and organizing its powers in such form as to them they shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Mm -hmm. Now that's just the opening uh, statements of the Declaration of the Independence, but powerful. I mean powerful. And so one of the things that you see is that this is all derived from Christ. Let me read this again, Galatians 5.1. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Yeah. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. It's not for bondage right. that Christ came. It's to break bondage. Literally, Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. And we know from Isaiah 10.27, the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. Yeah. Every yoke. Every yoke of bondage. Now, and, and then as we go on, we talked about this some on Sunday. As we go on, this is not an a untamed freedom or a wild freedom. In other words, I don't get to just be free to the point where I go and I can just take out anybody I want to or do whatever I want yeah. or hurt. That's, that's taking freedom beyond and bringing it into a wildness, into an ungodliness, and that's where, when we go into the Word, it makes it very clear because it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one's like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So if I don't want to do that to me, then I don't need to do it to, to another person as yeah. well. So you can see that it's freedom as long as it doesn't impose bondage on somebody else or impose hurts on somebody else, which is why abortion is clearly wrong you know mm -hmm. and that's why it's wrong is it imposes something on somebody else that i shouldn't be doing yeah. all right so but we can see that christ is all about freedom and we need to walk in these freedoms yeah. not just in our country but this is what made america strong this is what made america the strength in the world that it was because they operated in this freedom, not just the freedom of man, but the freedom and the anointing of Christ. Yeah. And that's what caused us. And look at what we did. When, when this, and I want you to see, when these freedom principles of Christ get inside of you, it can't sit still. It can't sit there and do nothing. So within a few years, this freedom in the country went to freeing the slaves. And literally, this country paid the price in blood to break the cycle of slavery around the whole world. At that point, every, the whole world had slavery. And at this point, you see it almost gone. I'm not saying it's completely gone, yeah. but for the most part, it is not accepted in, in any place because these principles of Christ, these principles of freedom got in there. Now, we still got some places to go, but some of the things that we're feeling today are because we've turned our back from the ultimate root yeah. and the source of that freedom. And we've yeah. got to change that. I got yeah. notes falling out <laughs> everywhere. So, yeah. amen. All right. Well, there's a, a, a verse in the word, and Evangelist Ted Chelsworth Jr. quotes it a lot, and I know you have as well, that talks about, you know, one generation away, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. every, you can have a country that's founded on such amazing 
freedoms from the word of God. But if one generation forgets it, then they're just one decision away from stepping right back into that bondage. So I know for me, when I moved here, I was not a super patriotic person. I didn't understand any of these concepts. And I'd hear that, like, I legitimately would mock patriotism and, like, things like that. Because I'm like, America's just a country. Like, I, I didn't know any better. I was raised in a very educational like yeah. intellectual environment that that taught not this not the word but it taught theories and yeah. socialism and all this stuff so hearing that at this point in my life like I know it's more alive to me than it's ever been yeah but I also know the work that I had to do to come out of that so yeah to a generation of people who have been taught wrongly by yeah. school systems or not taught or the not right taught things. yeah left those things blank what yeah. would you say like what would you suggest to do to start really allowing an awakening of freedom yeah. to come inside of people well the first thing is see what all right so you call yourself christian if you don't call yourself christian then then be born again come into the family of god and receive the benefits of that But if you are a Christian, then our job as Christians is to discipline ourselves to the things of Christ, not discipline ourselves to the things of the world. In other words, I really don't care what my history teacher taught me if it doesn't line up with what God has said. Because here's the thing, that history book never got me healed, Mm -hmm. but this book has. That history book never saved my life directly because it prophesied that I would be you know, saved supernaturally. Yeah. This book did. Yeah. This book's carrying a power that was written by the hand and the spirit of God. And so one needs to be a standard for my life and the other was written by men. One was written by Almighty God and yeah. supernaturally written and made hundreds of prophecies that have never missed. Yeah. One supernatural, the other's just a book. Now it can be a good book with good information. You know, those that fail to, you know, those that ignore history are doomed to repeat it. That that's good. But here's the other thing about history books. They can be rewritten. They can be rewritten. And that's why I have some history books in my house written in the 60s and 70s, world history. Because those now they're printed on paper. Here's the other thing about this. You know, you, I can go to Wikipedia. I can rewrite history there all, just like that. Yeah. At the drop, you know, drop of a hat, I can rewrite those things. Yeah, I got yeah. it printed on the page. Then I, it's hard for somebody to come in and rewrite those and me not yeah. notice it. You see what I mean? And so it's, uh, it's good to understand that and understand how easy it is for today in an information age when we receive our information from things that are constantly being rewritten. Yeah. One swipe of the pen can wipe out all of, all of the errors and the murder and the death of socialism and yeah. communism. You know, um, me growing up, in, I, can, I graduated high school in 1991. And the wall fell in 1990, 1991, right in that era. Reagan is saying, Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And uh, you see that wall come down in Germany, where it was East and West Germany for so long. The wall comes down. Freedom floods all of Europe, all of Russia. And and it's not exactly like America, but it's much better than it was. Before that, they, they didn't hardly have anything. Then capitalism came in. And see, freedom a lot of time rides on the back of capitalism. Capitalism has its errors, 
but many times it's a vehicle for freedom to take place. That's why many socialists and communist uh, countries will shut it down. Yeah. Because they know if, if they get this idea that I can become something by working hard and on my own, then there's a freedom that will not allow a dictator to sit there. Yeah. Right? And so they know that. So one of the first things you see in a socialist and communist country is get this book of the Bible out of the people because there's ideas in here and there's a power and it's alive yeah. and that's one of the first things they'll do is get that Bible out of there. They don't want yeah. that Bible entering that because with this Bible comes the spirit of Christ yeah. which is the spirit of freedom and the spirit of liberty. Now, what's important about that is that whereas we were taught the uh, social uh, errors and really the the great tragedy and mass murders of communism and and Mao and uh, you know Stalin and all of these guys that murdered millions and millions of people yeah. in the in you know and but I literally we were we were talking the other day and I was talking to a guy that's very studious and he says I started first grade around ninety two I think he, he said he said I don't remember one time discussing and learning about communism and socialism. So if you have a whole generation, you're right about that. One generation can be completely doing good. One generation away, they can completely lose it. Yeah. And if we don't understand that, that's why we're doing this today on freedom is if you don't understand that, then part of the issue is you get to the place where you forget. Yeah. You forget what's dangerous and those that ignore history are doomed to repeat it literally yeah. what they're doing right now trying to do in america are the exact tactics that hitler used to clamp down on the people i mean they're using some of the exact tactics that yeah. led to that and um so one of you have to see that and it's really it's 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 not that it's not, I'm not becoming an activist. I'm just, I want to make sure what I'm preaching is from this word. Yeah. Again, let me read it. It was for freedom that yeah. Christ set us free. Well, what you just said just like unlocked this memory in my brain of high school uh, civics class that I, I hadn't had. And I remember sitting in the class and learning okay, this is like just definitions. This is dictatorship. This is like communism. This is capitalism. And I remember, I remember being taught dictating, like a dictatorship and capitalism were hand in hand. Like the ones that they packaged as the okay ones were socialism. And then the type of democracy that we have, like a, a democratic republic in that way. And so as you just said that, it triggered in my brain why like there had been that grading in me yeah. initially of why capitalism was so bad because it gets, at least for me, yeah. it was packaged as bad. Like the way that it'll, you can wrap anything yeah. with your own bias in there. And so I'm third, I'm going to be 32 this month. At the age of 15, I'm taught capitalism is bad, communism, eh. but dictatorship and capitalism, bad deals. Like you'll see them hand in hand. Yeah. And see, that's, the issue is there's nothing wrong with capitalism. What's wrong are, are the same things that would be wrong in anything. Yeah. People that take advantage of other people. That's wrong, obviously. But it's not capitalism that makes that wrong. It's just like money in itself is not evil. Right. The love of money is the root of evil. So see, that one little piece that switched there, and all of a sudden you've taught a whole generation yeah. the 
uh, evil is freedom. Yeah. You know, they've equated freedom to evil yeah. and don't even realize that it that it's like that. Well, how and, do you, and literally oh, now you have you you have people teaching that and so now you've got kids that want to know what they know and then they come up and they they you know learn that 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 yeah. capitalism's bad, socialism's good. And now they think they're actually working against the man. Yeah when they're actually working for the man. Yeah. You know, so I'm thinking like Antifa, different different people like that. They think they're working against the man. Yeah. But they're actually working for the man. There there are powers that be working, they're working for the man. Yeah. And they're being used and they're they'll just be completely thrown away and they don't see it. It's the same same systems that have been used throughout history, but because history has kind of been taught differently or left pieces out. You don't see that anymore, and that's why it, that's why humility is so important. Because if you're not humble, you won't yield to see other pieces of the puzzle. But you can see that freedom comes from Christ. So when I start fighting freedom, and capitalism is simply a vehicle that freedom rides in. That's mm-hmm. it. Socialism is a vehicle that slavery rides in. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's both. You have to see that it's very clear in history. No socialist, no communist country has ever been successful yeah. in its people growing and actually moving to freedom, which is the heart and the spirit of Christ. Remember, the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah. There is liberty. Right. So the spirit of the Lord is never going to be found in slavery. It's never going to be found in bondage. But if you look in, just look in history, every time socialism, every time communism, there is no freedom there. There, it, it always takes freedoms away. It never gives freedoms more. They paint a picture that it's beautiful and everything and all your needs are taken care of, but that's not true. It's not true at all. And many times, even I remember when they did the uh, socialized health care in Canada, they're like, there's a waiting list to do anything up here. We've got to wait. Yeah, we get it for free, but what if it's a, an emergency? I've got to wait months and months to do this because nothing is free. Nothing is free. You know, it has to be paid for. Even our salvation cost Christ. You see, it costs somebody something. And so, it, and the Bible is very clear. It says a man who doesn't work doesn't eat. And so, again, the whole concept is that that's flipped on its head. In other words, God is God is capitalist in nature when you see the parable of the talents. You see it yeah. says, if you do a lot, you'll receive a lot. Yeah. You sow a lot, you'll receive a harvest of a lot. You do a lot with these talents, give them more because they did more. God is a rewarder. And so you can see how capitalism matches up more with this. I'm not saying capitalism's perfect. And I'm not saying that people yeah. don't abuse it. They do, just like in any system. But there are more abuses in those. They're, they're evil in their nature. And they know it. People know that. You have people that are looking to get money and they're looking to get power. And so one of the things that you see is, and this is what I would say, before you throw away freedoms, understand why they're needed, one, Understand, too, what was the cost to gain it. Yeah. What was the cost and the price to gain freedom? So, uh, you know, before we throw away, I don't need Christ. Well, why do I need Christ? Well, because there is a heaven and a hell, right? And 
one, one cost of not having freedom in Christ is going to hell. If I reject Christ, if I reject the mercy of God, then I will, I'm rejecting his love and mercy to save me from hell. God doesn't want anybody to go to hell. But if I reject his freedom in Christ, then the cost of that is an eternity in hell where the devil really wants to still kill yeah. and destroy us for eternity versus being with God uh, for eternity, which is much better. We're not going to be just sitting around floating on clouds. we got stuff to do. Yeah. But my point is, first of all, what's, what, what are the results of receiving it or giving it away. Yeah. What's the cost of that? Second of all, what did it cost to gain it? So in, in our salvation, it cost Jesus his life. It cost his life, right? It cost every bit of blood. It cost his life. If the Son of God said that the payment for you to be free is worth my life, not just anybody, but the Son yeah. of Almighty God, manifested on the earth, then there, all right, that's a payment I don't want to just throw away. At the very least, I want to take some time yeah. to look at it. <laughs> I want to take some time to look at it, right? Well, look at freedom in our country, all right? What does it cost? Well, if you look in history, you can see what it would cost us if we lose it. If we lose it, it costs you your right. You can't just go to Charlotte and go eat wherever you want. You don't have money to go eat. You're eventually the end of socialism, the end of communism is you're told what you, where you work. You're told how much money you have. You don't get to go spend nice money on this stuff. You don't get to, that's the end of socialism and communism, right? You, the, the, the man, the fat cats get all the power, all the money. They're living lavishly. You talk about a class system. See, what people think is that when we have socialism, we just get rid of all the classes. That's untrue. You just have one big class that is the, the majority of people, and then you have a very small class that's living at the top on the backs of everybody else. It actually is what most people that want socialism are fighting for. It actually makes 100 times worse. Okay, so one of the things, so the cost is you lose your freedoms, you lose the ability to go and do that. All right, and then what was the price that was paid to get it? And this is something I want us to talk about a little bit is over the weekend, uh, you know, we watched on, on, on the 4th, we watched, um, you know, Saving Private Ryan. And if you haven't watched that movie, you should watch the first 35 minutes and see what it cost See what it costs to pay for freedom. Yeah. Because if we don't win against Hitler, the whole world is speaking German under a socialist dictator. And what was that socialist dictator doing? See, well, I don't think that we have anybody that would do that in America now. Okay, let's say that none of our, none of our politicians are so crooked and so greedy that they wouldn't do it now, which is a joke in itself. Um, you don't know people if you think, that that's, if you think that's right. All right, but let's say that they're all decent, okay? You've already set up the system for somebody to take advantage of it. It's prime. All you got to do is have one guy that comes up like Hitler, and it's over, and they start killing people, whoever they want to. Yeah. Well, I don't like you because you have brown hair. I don't like you because you have, you have brown eyes. I don't like you because you, you have dark skin. I don't like you because you have light skin. 
You know, I don't. I just don't like you. So we're just because they're in a, they're in a position of ultimate authority, and they just wipe it out. So even though we might not have anybody bad now, it's only a matter of time before somebody rises up in that system and takes advantage of it. So when you look at that, had they not paid that price, watch the first thirty-five minutes of Saving Private Ryan, and see what it costs to have the freedom that we have now. Yeah. I know y'all just watched it. You didn't see the opening, but you need to see it. And, uh, but here's the thing. When I, when I look at the cost, before I just hand something and give it back, yeah. maybe look at what the price was yeah. to get it. Like, if this was a big enough, and it, I, I kind of told it to the girls like this, let's say that you, um, you worked all of your life to give your kids something that would springboard them into a good future. So let's say that you worked all of your life and you built up a million dollar nest egg. I mean, you built up a million dollars to give to your kids so they could take it, start a company, and they could start where you never had the opportunity to start. And then as you hand that to them, they just take it and they just throw it out on the street and don't care anything about it. Yeah. You spent your whole life yeah. paying the price for that, for them to just take it and throw it away. And that's what you're seeing in the heart and minds of young people right now that aren't taking the time like yeah. you did. And I know that was challenging for you. I knew when you moved here that you had those ideals. And, um, but you said, you know what, let me humble myself. Let me kind of dig in a little bit more than yeah. just what I was told. Just, I remember I had a teacher in seventh grade that was, uh, she was basically a socialist teacher, and that was rare then. And, and she would say things, and I, I was just like, that's not right. Yeah. And I would challenge her, and she would just get mad. She couldn't, she couldn't support her beliefs. She would just get mad, you know. And uh, that's what, you know, and today what happens is, well, well you're just a racist. You know, and then that is like pull out the racist card or pull out the, you know, you're a Christian. You're just, you're just, you know, you're, you're not smart or whatever. But the issue is who cares what names you can call me? Yeah. Give me some facts and give me some history. Don't just tell me the way it is without backing it up. But also understand that I don't need all the facts and history if I've got a book that's supernatural yeah. that shows me the heart and the spirit of God. And I'm called to be a, a disciple after Christ. I'm called to be that disciple. Then my job is not to follow what some history teacher tells me, but to follow the words of God. Yeah. Right? That's my job as a disciple. I'm in this world, but not of it. I'm a citizen of another kingdom. I just happen to be as an ambassador here in yeah. this country, in this place. But one of the things that happens is as we walk in that freedom, it gives us the ability to take this book of freedom to all over the world, to be a missionary, to send the gospel. Yeah. We have been, and I said this on, on Sunday, that America has been a thorn in the devil's side, and that's yeah. why he wants it taken down. Because he knows if he doesn't get America wrapped up and bound up in bondage, bound up in an anti-freedom, he, he's never going to be able to yeah. accomplish his task of trying to take over the world, which we know is ultimately going to fail. But people don't need to be in bondage just to prove it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's really important, and, and basically what I was talking about earlier that I was excited to get into is right now I think there's um, 
at least right now, there's this idea for Christians that are, that I've, at least my generation that I've seen, they think that um, freedom in Christ and freedom in our country are separate and they don't impact each other. Right. And actually, over the weekend, um, I saw some like like meme pages. You know, I, I look at a lot of memes for our segments and, and, and stuff like that. Because I'm me. <laughs> so I'm looking at memes and stuff. And I'm seeing, uh, I, I started noticing people making fun of uh, the church celebrating the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. yeah. They, were, they yeah. were making fun of it and saying, basically, those are two separate things. Stop taking 4th of July and applying it to church because they're separate. Let's just keep church out of it. Like, let's just, and... and That's exactly what the devil wants to do. And yeah. they're, these are Christians. Keep the church now. out of every area of life. Sure. Yeah. And these are, these are Christians. Yeah. They're Christian. They're, they're people who make Christian content, memes and stuff. So they have a good amount of doctrine that they have to know in order to make these memes. So they have some information yeah. about Christianity. And for them, they're just joking about it. Like, stop, stop celebrating the 4th of July on Sunday because it's, you know, it's 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 cheesy and it doesn't apply yeah. and stuff. And it's what you're saying though is they're absolutely connected. You can't have yeah. if we don't have freedom in our country, how are we going to share the freedom of Christ? If yeah. they're taking away our right to do that. And right now, and I, I if you could just kinda like as you're doing it, simplify it because my question is basically for my generation they, I, I feel like there's this um, almost a selfishness of yeah. this is a theory. This has something to do with government. This has something to do with men that I'll never meet, men that don't affect my life. This doesn't really affect my life. There's this, there's this thought process of I, I think that even I've almost had come up to me at times is like, okay, if I can... If I can go to Chick-fil-A, if I can go do my shopping, if I can go to the grocery store, if I can hang out yeah. with my friends, um, if I can, you know, have a job where I earn a living, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. I'm satisfied. Like, yeah. I don't need freedom. I'm good. There's almost this, like, But a, that's I don't the care. definition of freedom. You just defined what a free person does, not what a socialist country does. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You just and you and but it's also very selfish. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it, it's completely selfish I can because feel as it. long as as long as I'm doing that, then I'm good. In other words, forget about everybody else. Forget about getting the gospel to the rest of the world. Yeah. See, under you know you know the countries that you can't just go into, the socialist ones. Why? Because they don't want missionaries coming in. You can't just go. So yeah. if we become that type of country, yeah. now we're told, no, you can't go over here. So now we don't have the freedom to go and spread the gospel. Yeah. They are they are intertwined. See, that, that's one of the things that one of the things that does um, that is a change between an Eastern and a Western society. I've been talking about a little bit is um, is that Eastern society sees. God in everything. A Western society sees God by himself and everything else doesn't have like God in it. Compartmentalized. Yeah, it's, it's very compartmentalized. Everything has its own little wedge in the circle of your life. You know, it has its own little box. Yeah. And they, all right, God's in that box. And that's why they relegate God to Sunday morning. No, God, if you read this Bible, it's very clear. God is designed to be in every portion yeah. of our life. 
And, and that, he's supposed to be in government. That whole thing about separation of church and state is a complete, you know, the Demonic. way that they're using it is never the way that that was intended. What they were saying was that the government can't tell you the government can't tell you how to worship. Yep. The devil has turned that to be that that you can't tell the government, you know, how to be. That and that's in other words what's important. But that's taken the power away from the people. The very thing that the declaration yeah. said was supposed to be. The government's not there on its own entity. It it derives its power from the consent of the people. Which is right? what the word says the church is. Yeah, which is exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so you see that's why America has been so strong. That's why it's been such a thorn in yeah. the devil's side and that's why the devil wants to take it out. And well, so he's done a good job at setting it up. It's not going to work, but it doesn't mean that we don't need to be educated yeah. on it and the, and the importance of freedom in the Bible. So, so if you have, uh, what would you say to someone who is, is sincerely saying, you know what, I really haven't cared much about this topic. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's applied to me. I don't understand how it applies to me. And who is honestly like, you know what, I, I guess I, I've been selfish what would you say to them to get them out of that selfishness? Can I answer? Yeah. So yeah. while you were talking, before you asked your question, the Lord started talking to me because you made the comment to watch the first 35 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. So when we watched the first 30 Yeah, 30, I want to hear it. Talk about that, and I think that'll add to that. Because you want, you saw the end of it, and it affected you. Just the, I didn't even see the first 35 yeah, minutes. I saw you, the end, and it affected me. Yeah, so you saw that. And I want to hear what y'all think because I'm sitting there. I mean, I cried multiple times, but you know, for multiple reasons. But so after the first 35 minutes, you pause the movie and you ask those of us in the room, like, so what are your takeaways? What are your thoughts right now? And at that time, I didn't answer because I didn't want to just give you a flippant answer. I was not expecting to give it yeah. right here, <laughs> but the first 35 minutes, I felt so ashamed of myself like watching the first 35 minutes because I can vividly remember like being that person who very selfishly was like, that's, that's just the army. Like that's just the army doing what the army wants to do. That's just the military. Like all of those stupid, stupid, ignorant thoughts that I had. And I'm watching this movie. It's not even like a documentary. Like it's a recreation. It's a fiction. It's yeah. a fiction. But it's it's pretty based. realistic. Yeah. yeah. So I'm watching it and I'm watching these dozens of men who are coming out of these boats, like going into pretty sure death, like very gallantly, like giving of their lives. And I'm watching this happen and like I'm feeling this shame. And all that kept being in my head was if we would have, have the bravery to face the uncomfortable truth, the uncomfortable reality of what actually takes place. Like if, if Americans would watch and confront their fear of comfort, like, cause that's really what it is, is it's a desire to be comfortable yeah. is I'm comfortable in my ignorance right now. I'm comfortable without all of your patriotic stuff coming at me. I'm comfortable right now. Yeah. If we let ourselves be uncomfortable and allow the truth of what's happened, there are men and women who have died, given themselves to the country so that you can raise your hands in worship so that you 
you can sing, so that you can rejoice in the presence yeah. of your God. And to just laugh about it and treat it like nothing is so disrespectful. Yeah. So that first... And the Bible says, give honor to whom honor yeah. is due. And there, due honor. That flag yeah. is due honor, you know? But what it reminded me of, like, my brain immediately... Like, well, no, and, I, and let me let me say this, because... It, yeah. Hold your thought. It's not... There have been men, congressmen, senators, presidents... Yeah. Presidents who have wrongfully used their power yeah. in a capitalist society in the United States of America who have wrongfully taken their power and done wrong things with it. They've gone to war yeah. for money to pay off their friends. That's exactly what I'm saying you don't want. But people have, it started, it started back in the early 1900s. There's, there's all kinds of things that have come about and... Obviously, there are, there are men that have done the wrong things. That's what I'm saying we want to be protected yeah. from. That's not what I'm saying I rubber stamp seal, you know, seal everything that somebody does right. in the United States of America. I don't. And there have been men that have died for the wrong reasons. The thing about Saving Private Ryan was it was the right reasons. Yeah. There was a dictator that wanted to slaughter whole nationalities of people simply because they were born that way. Completely racist. There were there were and we were coming against that. Yeah. He had already taken all of Europe, right? Only the only you know standing nation left was England, basically. Yeah. And that was because it was an island, because it was hard to get to. But besides that, he had already wiped it out. There, and that's what that flag represents. The flag doesn't represent men that took advantage of our freedoms. Yeah. That, and that's, I think, sometimes we combine all of those into one and we're like, well, this represents this, this guy doing what he wants to and sending our guys to war you know, to you know, feed his fat cat buddies and everything. That's not what we want. That's what we're talking about coming against today. Yeah. And that is wrong and it's not right. But there's the element of freedom and the element of what this country was founded on and the element of what this country stands for and the element of what this country can do in yeah. its freedom. In its freedom yeah. is what the devil wants to stop. And if he stopped it, all of our lives would be totally different and we would not have what we think we would yeah. have. Well, it's like saying that the cross represents Judas. You know, right, like yeah. It's, no. Anyway, so what, what I was going to say is watching this and I'm having all of these thoughts and the Holy Spirit's talking to me watching this movie. What came up to me was needing to face the uncomfortable truth yeah. Being being willing to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Moving here was so uncomfortable for so much of this. Like all of this conversation would have made me so uncomfortable when yeah. I first moved here. But it led me to, as I'm watching these men be murdered and give their lives for the country, it immediately took me to Jesus. Like what if I was unwilling to be uncomfortable, like to be uncomfortable about yeah. what Jesus did for me. Like yeah. it, they go hand in hand. It's not that the United States is Jesus or Jesus is the United States, but the freedom that Jesus provided for us allows yeah. us to walk in a freedom here in this country. And you said it Sunday and hearing this isn't to make us an activist. Hearing this is yes. to allow us to be a fanatic for the Lord. So that yeah. way we will then bring that freedom yeah. to others. 
Well, God's actions are always the best for us. It always leads us to a place of freedom, not a place of bondage. It brings us to the place of blessing, not a place of the curse, not a place of poverty. It always brings us to the best. And so one of the things is, you know, to answer your question, how do you take somebody that hasn't, is be willing, because the potential, and hear this, to somebody who hasn't seen this, heard yeah. this, learn this, hasn't, hasn't even taken, has been flippant with it. You, you said it the other day, which I really appreciated your statement. You said, to me, everything we're talking about just was like a story, but it wasn't what? real to me. It, it felt like, if, it felt like just something you read in history books that's very, um, it's just, it, it felt like a story. It, and it yeah. felt, I know, I knew it was real. I wasn't saying it wasn't real, but it didn't, feel like it affected me yeah like it yeah. didn't feel like I had a part in it it felt like something yeah. that was separate from me and see and that's one of the lies that the enemy says is that this doesn't affect you you know mm -hmm. that that I don't need God over in these areas of my life I don't need freedom in these areas see you have to see that the spirit of the Lord is the spirit of freedom yeah. he is the spirit of freedom and so when, for us to say, I don't need freedom in our lives is also to say, I don't need God in my life because he is that spirit of freedom, right? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, you know? He is that spirit of liberty. And so one of the things that we see is it's not just a story. It's not just far off. And the, I think the thing that needs to happen is recognize this. Like, I'm not telling you what to think. I'm, I'm giving you the facts so you can figure out what yeah. to think, right? I'm giving you, I'm showing you the truth so you can figure that out. I'm not telling you how to approach it. But here, here's the thing I think that's good for us to do. Move to the place of being willing to be uncomfortable. What we're talking about, whether it's just a story to us or whether I'm against capitalism or whether I look at freedoms as the evil, you know, um, Say that that's true, right? Let's say just for your, from somebody's thinking that they're thinking that's right, that socialism's good, capitalism bad, I, I, it's not important to me. Yeah. Let's say that somebody's thinking that. At the very least, look at the potential of the price of what could be given up yeah. if that's wrong. And because of the cause, because what we're talking about, what lays in the balance here is so big and so precious and so costly, it's not something that you just set to the side. Yeah. You don't just set it to the side. Because here's, here's the issue. You may never go give your life for the country. So to you, you may never see that in that way. But your thinking on it can affect other people. Your thinking could affect the person that does yeah. or the person that fights for bondage yeah. or the person that fights for freedom. You, 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 what you carry, one word, you know, it's just like me. I never thought that my patriotism and would affect me and the freedom of Christ would affect me to preach a message that I think that message Sunday changed mindsets. And it won't, not just the people at Boomerang, but I never knew that that would do it. 
And we don't know that. We don't know what's in the future. But if there's something that precious and that big potentially hanging in the balance, then it is a complete disservice and a lack of responsibility to not give myself to the potential uncomfortable nature yeah. of that conversation and yeah. learning those parts of history. Yeah. Um, you know, you need to see, you need to find some places that will give you both sides of the story. You know, yeah. you will, and, and look for places that will give you facts, not just opinion. Yeah. You know, opinion can be swayed and you can, you can spin things and all that. Don't look for just opinion. Look for facts. A lot of people, they use opinion to sway your view of facts. Mm -hmm. Just look at the facts. Just look at the millions that were murdered. Yeah. Murdered. Not just Hitler. You know, look at the millions that were murdered in the name of socialism and communism. And, and socialism and con communism are not the same. But socialism basically is like an, a gateway drug to communism. Yeah. It's a gateway to communism. If you can sway a, a people's... And really, socialism is, is almost worse in a sense because it dulls the people to sleep. It's kind of, it reminds me of Revelation where it says, uh, I wish that you were hot or cold. Yeah. You know, don't be lukewarm. Socialism is that lukewarm place where it dulls people into where that's somebody else. I'm comfortable and I don't need to know that. And, and I'm like, I don't want to watch, the, I don't want to watch the first 35 minutes of that movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so that's one of the dangers of it. And, and that's why if people can, because what you said is very important. I remember Jim Hockaday saying this and, and pointing the, giving this point. Most people are completely okay as long as they have their bills paid and a little bit more and they're comfortable. Yep. And they will just sit at that level. That is anti-God. Yeah. That is anti-God. Never, never. He says run a race to win. Run a race to win, right? Run to capture the prize, yeah. right? Take these talents and turn them into something. You never see God sitting on his laurels just no, and telling us to do that. No, he tells us run to win. Press into who he is. In other words, press into freedom. Help others press into freedom. Run so that you can gain the prize of the spirit of liberty and get that freedom to other people. He doesn't want us. He gave his life yeah. for freedom, not for bondage. It's who he is. And, and again... Our country's freedom is second compared to our spiritual freedom. The first thing we've got to have is a spiritual freedom inside of us so that we can then empower uh, the freedom that's in and around us, right? But when you see that, you know, one of the things to remember is that it is not, um, it is not God to be in bondage. Yeah. It's not God, uh, even it's not God for the government to have control of the people, but each person has unalienable rights that they consent to a govern to protect their freedoms. The whole point in that declaration is, government, you're to protect our freedoms, not tell us what to do, not yeah. take them from us. And if you don't do that, then we have the right to break the bondage of that. We have, we have the right to break ties with you because you're trying to tie our hands instead of loose our hands. That's the whole Declaration of Independence. And so have people taken advantage of, have they had a wild and untamed freedom in the capitalist 
uh, Democratic Republic of America. Yes, they absolutely have. And I'm coming against that in what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that people haven't taken advantage. I'm saying they shouldn't have a right to and as soon as they do that, it should be handled. One of the, one of the bad problems that we have right now is the lobbyist. You have people basically throwing money at the senators and the House of Representatives, and it is law that it's okay to do. Should have never been passed in that way. Should have never been passed. Everybody knows it's bribes, but it's it's legal in our country. Should have never been passed. That is not that is not the way. It's it's yeah. ungodly. It's immoral. It's immoral in every other business. Yeah. People get thrown in jail for it in every other business, but our politics. See that that kind of stuff is wrong, and so we need to um, you need to make sure that, that you know that we follow those lines. So, <laughs> are we erasing that comment? That's I don't know if I can do it right here. You got it. Awesome. So um, anyway, we have to make sure that uh, we actually follow that freedom that Christ gives yeah. us, and not just um, not just letting it be a story. Yeah. We have to be willing. I like what you said about. We have to be willing to get uncomfortable for the right thing. Yeah. And when something is this weighty and this, uh, you know, this uh, heavy, then we need to make sure that we take time to let it be uncomfortable. You yeah. know, I, I had a thing the other, uh, about five years ago that came up to me and I was like, Lord, I don't even like that thought. I hate that thought. Like, I don't like, it makes me, it literally makes me nauseous. And it's an uncomfortable area, but I feel like I need to look into it. And when I looked into it, what I thought was the worst yeah. was the worst. Yeah. You know, so. Well, and one thing, I know we're about wrapping up, but this just came up to me too. One thing that I think really kind of wraps us up together is last year during the lockdown, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, he like, he stood for freedom. Like mm -hmm. he's from Africa and he's one of the most patriotic people ever like he he's a he's a citizen of america and during the lockdown he stood for what the word and the constitution stood for and he got arrested yeah i feel like that was really a shock wave that went through the body of yeah. christ to people who would have yeah. ears to hear it and it woke people up because he allowed himself to be put into an uncomfortable position yeah. to, on his flesh he went yeah. to jail for it but that one man's one decision impacted a body who now yeah. is starting to wake up and see what's happening. Just because you may not see the ripple effects of what your decision to stand for freedom could mean, it could mean life or, yeah. or death. Yeah. Like pastor's decision to be a patriotic man and to be in the word has changed my life. I yeah. think differently now. You can impact so many more people than what you probably even recognize right That's now. That's right. Amen. Well, if you have continued questions, our, you know, our goal this week is to talk about these freedoms more and the freedom in Christ. You know, what I wanted to jump right into the government side of it because the freedom in Christ directly affects what's going on right now, and, that, and people are interested in that. But at the same time, what I want you to see on it is that it is directly tied to Jesus. Yeah. It is directly, what's being challenged here is a direct tie to the freedoms of Christ because he carries that spirit of liberty. Yeah. He, Christ himself is freedom. He is the anointing to set us free. And if you have never, if you have never accept, accepted the freedom of Christ, 
you should accept that. He's, he's offering that to you now. I saw something with um, uh, Tiff Shuttlesworth yesterday as a video. It's like a minute long. And it says, how can a loving God uh, you know, assign people to hell and let them go to hell? And the, and the answer is he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He did something about it. And it's where we actually decide, hey, I'm not going to, I'm going to receive his mercy. I'm not going to let it pass. This is a moment today where you can receive the mercy of Christ, receive the freedom of Christ. You might not have another opportunity to, but today you can say, I want to walk in the freedom that Christ paid for. There's a lot that hangs in the balance for you, and there's a lot in the price that he paid. And it's worth taking an uncomfortable look. One time I had the opportunity, uh, there was a, a gentleman that was passing away. And I went in and I I led him to the Lord. He couldn't even talk. But I I told him, I said, look, with all of your heart inside, he couldn't talk. He was at the point he couldn't talk anymore. I said, cry out to the Lord right now. And and I told him, if if you're doing that, you know, squeeze my hand. He squeezed my hand. He had tears in his eyes. He received Christ right there on his deathbed. And I remember the family despised me. Mm -hmm. And the reason they despised me, even though I just made sure that I wanted to do everything I could to make sure that this man was in heaven. The family, I saw it in their eyes. I saw it in their actions. And uh, they despised me because I brought up the question of whether or not he was going to heaven or yeah. not. When there's that much hanging in the balance, you, don't, you want to know. And I don't care. I'll be despised by people to make sure that I am the good watchman on the wall that says that. I don't care if somebody despises me because I bring up something uncomfortable. Because there's so much hanging in the balance, don't let uncomfortableness keep you from the freedom that Christ has for you. And so if that's you today and you're saying, you know what, I need to walk in this freedom in full, not just in the country. The ultimate freedom is found spiritually in Christ. That's that's the origination point. That's the root of your freedom. You can find that you can be free even behind enemy lines if you have spiritual freedom. You can walk in things other people can't. So it starts with Christ and making him the Lord of your life. And so if that's you, even if you've received them before, but today you're saying, Lord, let me walk in more freedom. Just pray this with me right now. Just say, Jesus, Jesus. you are are the Lord of my life. life. You're the director. director. You call the shots. And anything you ask me to do, do, I'll be obedient obedient, and I will do. do. I believe you died for me, for my sins. sins. And I believe that God brought you back to life. And when he raised you from that place of death, you didn't leave me there. In death, in poverty, in lack, but you raised me up to the blessing of the fullness of life of God. I'm not going to go after my sin anymore. I'm not going after sin I'm going anymore. after you. I'm going after you. Jesus, Jesus baptize me baptize in, the Holy Spirit in the Holy Spirit and fire, and fire to, walk to walk at the level that you want me to walk. At the level you want me to walk. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. If you prayed that prayer today, I want to hear about it. Send us a note. You can send us a note on here or go to whatsright.com. Connect with us, partner with us, uh, keep in the loop with anything that's going on and uh, go to whatsright.com 
And uh, let us know. Say, hey, I prayed that prayer today. I needed to pray that prayer. We want to pray for you. We want to partner with you. We want to be there for you, lift you up, have, uh, agree with you in any prayer request, and we just praise God for you. Amen. Glory to God. Did you all get something out of that? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Did it help? Yeah. Good. Yeah, God, I, I really appreciated your point on being uncomfortable. And yeah. Because, um, like, when, and I, I know we need to wrap up, but after the movie, I was a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, but it was because I had never dealt with it before. It was kind yeah. of uncharted territory. Yeah. And I didn't know how to kind of process it because yeah. it, it brought up some feelings and brought up things that I yeah. really needed to, to sift through and help help me. Well, what I've found, and this is a very interesting point. I think um, Serena said it earlier. She said this, this conversation lacking political cr correctness is so refreshing. Um, I've found that in this country, political correctness was taught about 15 years ago as like what everybody had to do. And I, I remember as it came into our society, it just made me sick to my stomach. I could tell it was evil behind that, behind that move. And the issue is political correctness doesn't allow uncomfortableness to come to people. Yeah. It doesn't allow us, it, it, it pushes the uncomfortable conversations to the side. Yeah. And um, so, and one of the things I've found is that many parents don't allow those moments to ha happen. And because of that, you know, for me, those moments happened as a kid, and I was able to uh, filter and file some of those things. But when we allow political correctness to come in, we're like, oh, you don't have to watch this. You don't have yeah. to deal with this. You know, it's just, it's something that happened a long time ago, and it was bad. And you don't have to deal with what's the roots and the foundation of why they did this. Yeah. What was the cost? What was the price? And so that political correct thinking is evil in it in its nature. No, let's deal with it. Give me a guy. I, I'd rather have a guy, literally, I'd rather have a guy that comes to church that cusses that, that's not going to, you know, gossip behind my back, right? I'd, I'd rather have the political incorrectness. Yeah. Like that guy, at least he's honest, you know? At least he's genuine, you know? At least he's telling me what he's thinking instead of going behind my back. That's 10 times better than a Judas. Yeah. You, you see what I mean? Yeah. And um, so it, it's one of those things where that we need to create environments even in our homes where that political nature, political correct nature is not there, where uncomfortableness is had. You know, y'all weren't the only one there that was watching. My kids were watching it. And that, you know, one's 19, one's 16. My son watched it who was eight. You know, well, it was, it was gory and it was dangerous. I know. I know that. He needs to know what the cost is and what the price was, mm -hmm. and he needs to know how to deal with it. You know, he was he had a conversation with you that was not great that we need to talk about with him. He needs to know how do I process these things. He said something he shouldn't have said. And how do I process those things? See, only when you get under pressure and you get in those uncomfortable places can you find the truth and find the vein that's really yeah. needed, yeah. right? And uh, so it's not that we shield people from that. No, that's a part of the world. That's a part. If you read this Bible, I mean, if you saw this Bible played out on a movie, it's like rated X. 
Rated R, rated X. And I know people that yeah. will shield their kids from all that. It's, it's not that I'm going to go in and read Song of Solomon to my teenage daughters yet. But when it gets time, I'll talk to them about it, you know. Yeah. It's not that I'm going to go through and tell the gory details of Yael driving the spike, you know, through the dude's head to right. my son, you know, until he's older. But at the right time, I'm going to talk about what happened yeah. here. I'm going to show, I'm not going to shield him from the realities of a corrupted earth. Otherwise, his thinking will be that those things never happen. It'll become just a story to him instead of the realities of freedom, the realities yeah. of bondage, the realities of death or life. And you did that during the movie too. There was yeah, a particularly gory part and you told Luke, okay, look away. And and so you you used wisdom through the whole part. He just walked by here with a motorcycle helmet on. <laughs> Sorry. You're talking and he goes by like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Made me laugh. Well, we love you so very much. If you would like to sow into today, uh, you know, you may say, well, where was the gospel on that? It was the message of freedom is the gospel. That's the good news, which is why people can receive Christ and, and uh, renew their relationship at the end. That's, see, that's a part of that thinking, well, we got to keep this separate from it. No, it goes right in line with yeah. it. It's meant to go together. It's not meant. That is the gospel. Yeah. That freedom is the gospel. So if you would like to give today, you can go to giveww.org. Uh, there's all the information, Facebook, Cash App, Venmo, and uh, cryptocurrency, text to give, PayPal, all of the ways to give there is on the screen. You can hit that QR code and go and you can see all of those. And uh, we just encourage you to give, encourage you to partner with us. Uh, we're doing so much and we're getting ready to release more and more of what the Lord has uh, going on here at What's Right and at Boomerang. And we love you so very much. Let's just pray over anything that they may give. Would y'all pray over that real quick? Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for placing it on men and women's hearts to partner with the gospel. Lord, yes. we thank you for these seeds that come in. We do not lightly esteem them. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we call each seed blessed. We call the sower blessed. Yeah. We call them abundantly blessed, and it's their year to increase. Lord, over these seeds, we ask that they be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Let them return back quickly. Let a quick manifestation on their seed yeah. today you, come Father. back into their hands so that they can be more blessed to be a blessing in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Lord, <clears throat> bring a supernatural harvest yeah. supernaturally quickly yeah. in Jesus name. Amen. We love you so very much. We'll see you tomorrow, tomorrow talking more about uh, freedom and talking about how the Bible uh, gives us that freedom, the root of it. We love you so much. We'll see you then. Here's Buddy to wrap everything up. See you tomorrow. Plugged in. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us today. Um, this has been an awesome word. Do us a favor and share the broadcast. Get the word out so that people can encounter the freedom of Christ uh, this has been an awesome word. We want to let you know before you hop off that we have this weekend is Holy Ghost Weekend. I hope you're excited about it. This weekend on Friday, we're going to be having our prayer night from 6 to 12, 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. Uh, it's going to be a powerful time. Those nights of prayer, uh, I'm telling you, like, if you're able to be here for that, be here for that. Let no 
I, I will say this at the beginning of the week, right? The, uh, the enemy will do whatever he can to give you as many ex excuses as possible to not be here for this weekend. But I'm telling you, God is going to meet you and minister to you and bless you this weekend. This is something that you don't want to lightly esteem. Uh, make it a priority to be here for this weekend. So we have Friday night at 6 p.m. We have prayer night. Saturday at 1 p.m. We have soul winning Saturday. Uh, soul winning Saturday is, is one of those just amazing Saturday times that you'll, you just got to be there for it. Holy Spirit Sunday will be Sunday. We'll have our uh, 10 a.m. service and our special Holy Spirit service at 4 p.m. It's going to be just a great weekend. We want to encourage you to be here for that. Uh, make a way to be here this weekend for Holy Ghost Weekend. Guys, we love you. Thank you so, so much for joining us today. We will see you tomorrow at 1130 for Lunch Plus. Have a great day.